Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. Welcome to episode 165 of the English with Kirsty podcast and today I want to talk about the telephone. We often have um, episodes about the telephone but specifically um, when you have to use another language on the telephone and when somebody calls with a request or a question that you didn't expect because that can really throw people. That's Sometimes I think the idea of speaking another language on the telephone is daunting at first. I remember I often tell the story of my first call that I had to make in German and how nervous I was and I wrote my script and I I said everything I had to say and then I found out that the person I needed to speak to wasn't actually there so I was going to have to call back and do it again anyway. Um, but um, I think sometimes we get past this point and we think okay I know what people are going to be calling about most of these inquiries are the same and it gets a bit more comfortable people begin to relax and then somebody comes with something that we didn't expect. And I think this can happen in our native language too. I remember when I, I started a new job and everybody, we, we were organizing events, so everybody was asking the same kind of thing. And then a guy called with a complaint about something that one of my colleagues had done in relation to the event. And I had no idea what to do with this guy. I didn't know what the complaints procedure was. I didn't know if he was telling the truth. I mean, he was, but I, I didn't know that at the time. Um, and I, that, that was a different experience. Um, experience it was a different kind of question than I'd been asked and even though that was my native language I had to um, tell him that I get back to him because I had no idea what to do with him at the beginning so it can happen in our native language too but particularly when it's in another language it can feel a bit daunting like what do I do with this person especially if you don't understand exactly what they want um, the reason I'm talking about this is because it happened to me the other day I was uh, we had arranged to go for dinner a group of people and then the booking had to be changed because someone was working late so we already had a booking and I had to call and change the time for the booking make it a bit later and and that should have been okay but um, the guy who answered the phone was expecting a booking so he he thought that I was calling to make a booking and he started making this booking asking for the details writing it down in the book uh, but I didn't want a duplicate booking because then I would have had two bookings and I wouldn't have turned up for one of them so I wanted him to change it and he didn't quite get that so it was okay because he he then passed the phone to someone else who sorted it out that that was fine but um it, it just made me think how it feels sometimes when you're dealing with another language and the person doesn't want what you think they want and then you don't know what they want because you already have it in your head that they're going to ask for one thing and they don't and then it can feel a bit um, uncomfortable I guess because you don't actually know what they want. So this wasn't to make an example of this guy I'm not going to say where it was because I think he was he was trying um, but he just kind of um, yeah, ran away and gave the phone to somebody else and that that was okay it can happen and I, I know people have said in the past that they just kind of put the phone down on callers when they don't understand them and that's I can understand how you feel when everything in you wants to run away from the situation but that really for the customer is is not a good experience and he didn't do that this this particular guy so that that was a good thing he did find someone who can help um, but 
I, I think it's something that, to think about. So it's not the complete beginners who have never taken a call before. It's, it's people, yeah, they, they feel comfortable taking the calls. They, they think they know what people are going to want. And then when this happens, when somebody wants something else, what do you do? Um, and so I have a couple of answers to that question. Um, one of the things you can do is to think about either on your own or with, with a colleague, think about the kind of things that people are likely to be calling about. And just to have like um like a diagram or like a list. If this happens, do this. If this happens, do this. Because then you have an idea. Okay, this is this type of call and they need this type of response. So that can help either if it is not your native language or even if you're in a new job it's always good to you'll never know all the reasons people could call you but it's always good to have an idea about the types of calls you could get and what you're expected to do with them um, another thing you can do is to you know to have somebody like this guy did he got somebody to help that's also an option but it's not always possible if, if somebody isn't there to do that so that really depends on the working setup you have um, another thing is you don't have to answer there and then if you really don't know the answer. Um, if you don't know what somebody wants, that's not going to work. But um, you could always ask them for their details and say that you or someone else will call them back. Um, that gives you a bit of time if it's a new kind of inquiry so you can find out what to do with it or what the answer is if you don't know. And it's better than keeping people waiting um, because you're proactively calling them back and not just making them hang around for ages till you find the answer. Um, or if you really don't know what they, they want, then yeah, I guess you could still take their details and ask somebody to call back who, who will be able to find that out. But calling back is certainly a good idea if you need to find some extra information before you can help the person. Um, asking people to repeat themselves isn't, isn't always a bad thing. I think some of my learners think, oh, I can't ask the person to repeat themselves because that shows that I didn't understand what they said. And that's a reflection on my listening skills. But, you know, I ask people to repeat themselves all the time if it's not clear. <laughs> if it's, It could be in the native language. You don't really think about it. Like if somebody's speaking um, in, in a loud place where you can't really understand them or if somebody has an accent that we find more difficult to understand. Um, it's perfectly okay to ask people to repeat themselves. And I think some non-native speakers are reluctant to do this because they think it reflects on them. But, you know, I think we all do it. If, if we didn't understand somebody, just ask them to, to say it again. It's not the end of the world. If you get to two or three or four times, then yeah, that possibly is more of a problem. <laughs> but certainly once or even twice, it's, you know, sometimes people call from very loud places or the connection really isn't good so it's not always about people's language skills when when we ask people to repeat themselves and I think again speaking on the telephone is something that isn't like writing an email because you can read an email three or four times if you don't understand what the person wants and being on the phone you have to be spontaneous you have to be quick you have to think about what you're going to say and what you're going to do so I think one of the good things you can do is just to accept that you, you won't have all the answers. I like to be prepared, certainly in new jobs. I like to know the kind of things that I'll be dealing with. And I feel good if I have like a list of, of possible answers or possible reasons why people might be calling. But at the end of the day, you'll never be able to anticipate everything. And so when you pick up that telephone, 
you don't really know who's going to be the, on the other end of it and what they're going to want. So I think sometimes just accepting that we don't have all the answers is good because then it means that we can think about our other options, whether that is taking the person's details or speaking to a colleague quickly or even passing them on. Um, but that, that depends on whether somebody else is there to do it and whether we really need to do that because maybe we just need a bit more time. So I wanted to use that real life experience because it, it was something that actually happened. Um, I hope the person didn't feel too bad afterwards. I certainly, as the customer, got what I needed. There wasn't a problem. I could tell what he, he was doing. He really thought that I wanted something that I didn't want. And that's another thing. Just don't assume what people will want based on past experience because you really have to listen to find out what, what they do want. So I know this is more based at people who are learning English, um, as many of these episodes will be because it's, you know, it's about learning English, it's about language courses. But if you're not learning English and you do find the telephone more difficult, that's, maybe there's something here that you can take away as well um, about the thinking about the possible outcomes and thinking about your possible strategies for dealing with an unexpected request or a, a request that you can't sort out straight away. Um, in terms of people who are listening to this on the date that it's sent out, um, there are still places on the WhatsApp group for August 2019 and the 30 days to improve your English is beginning on August the 1st, 2019. So if you're interested in either of those things, one is um, working with other people on WhatsApp, um, talking to them, getting feedback on your English. And the other is a self-study course that will be running for 30 days throughout August. If you're interested in either of those two things, you can look at the show notes page where there'll be more information. So englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast slash episode 165. Otherwise, have a good week and have fun learning English. www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes.